0: I will talk to you of art. Yes, for there is nothing else. Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Come along, quietly or not. You can have all the talent in the world and never get anywhere. Some no. will bait a hook, and let you bite upon it. And now, without further ado, hello, folks. This is Albert Shivers, and this is another episode of Planet Shivers podcast. It's been a while. It's been a while because, to put it in George Carlin's words, there's a turd in the punch bowl and you eventually gotta say something about it. And I didn't feel that it was right to do another podcast without saying something about all that's going down. It's been one hell of a year. And... I created this podcast with the intention of it being an escape from all the things that we've just been bogged down with, be it politics or be it the daily grind and the daily annoyances. I had the idea to create an artsy, fun little podcast that was lighthearted and not too pretentious, especially when it comes to the arts. And up to this point, it became this fun B-movie of a podcast, and I hope it stays right on that track. But I struggled with continuing to put out podcasts and conversations that are avoiding the obvious. So I figured I'd do a short episode to bring things back after about three weeks and give you all my two cents. And you all, who knows, like there could be one person listening to this whole thing, or there could be 50 or 25 or two. But it just didn't really sit right with me to continue doing the podcast as if elements of society were not crumbling around us. But I want to start By going back to 2014, Eric Gardner was killed on Staten Island, my hometown. I didn't think something would happen in my hometown like that. I think the word diversity has been just overused and turned to piss. I ran around my neighborhood with all different color kids in school and neighborhood. I know we didn't think that way because we all played together. And when some old, white, fat, racist guy on the front steps of Michael's Deli would yell something at us, you know, you just laugh and move on. He was an old, fat guy. He was meaningless. He wasn't stopping anybody from going to school. He wasn't killing anybody. He was just a fat tub of lard who somehow managed the strength to scream out some dumb crap at us kids and we ignored him and laughed most of the time laughed at him made fun of him when people are weaponizing themselves against other people and it's happening and it happens in your own hometown that i looked at glowingly i didn't want to leave Staten Island when i left and that's a story for another time but I left Staten Island thinking of it as a bit of a golden place. It had its problems. No place is perfect. But it was where I grew up. It was home. And when you look at something as home, you don't often see its flaws. Or its glaring flaws. And man, 2014 was a flaw. And with that reality check, I thought back to... The people I encountered. The neighborhoods I encountered. And where that racism of old still persisted. And most of it was there amongst the Italians. Not all of it. But a whole lot of it. Because Staten Island really was a transplant borough. Um, If you were to go back to the 50s, when my father grew up on Staten Island, it was extremely rural. And not that it was better that way, but I say that it was rural to say once they built the Verrazano Bridge and other bridges, a lot of people started fleeing Or, well, they were fleeing, but I'll get back to that word in a second. A lot of people started leaving the other boroughs. The Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, and all started coming over to Staten Island and building it up. Now, some people moved to move, but as you know, there are some people out there who just love nothing better than to move away from the black folks and that's what they thought they were doing and then like anywhere else in new york city you you know new york city forces you to deal with one another and in many ways staten island was the last frontier which had its pros and cons you know we weren't the In the news as much, we weren't the center of attention, didn't get as much press. But, um, you know, there were areas of Staten Island that felt segregated in a weird, old schooly kind of way. My mother's boyfriend used to take me and my mother for picnics in Rosebank. Which is a very Italian neighborhood as far as I remember. Italian women there with tans. Darker than Shaquille O'Neal. Being judgmental. And being... See, prejudiced, it's not enough to say that. It's not even enough to say racist. Because again, that word is tossed around too. Like, you just felt it. You felt... That they wanted their own cut and didn't want anybody else. You know, it wasn't just black folks that were in their line of sight. You know, they scoffed about the Puerto Ricans. They scoffed about the Mexicans. You know, it was it was across the board. Um, although black folks may have been at the top of their list, Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans were not far behind. As they rot their own intestines with spray tans and those UV, those UV contraptions. It was 2014 that sorta was a big punch. It wasn't the first one, but it was a big hit. And it really, you know, one of my biggest rules when it comes to like the judging of other people, Is don't look through windows. Okay. Now if you don't know that phrase. To look through a window means you're looking through. You're looking at a small portion of someone's life. You know you don't see the whole picture. And as a kid into my teens on Staten Island. I didn't even know I was looking through a window. But I was looking through a window. I'd be playing with my. Friends and I didn't know any other problems they went through because we were playing we were having fun I didn't see their home life. I didn't see their way to play with me I didn't see their way home to play with from playing with me. I seen them and They were happy when we, we were all happy when we were hanging out running around together so And you know Because they didn't bring it with them, they didn't share it. Any friends, you know, whether it was a black friend who got accosted at some point. Or whether it was a white friend who's, you know, any, you know, the the list is long. You know, that what can happen to you. So, me inadvertently looking through windows... Kind of led me to this golden thinking that Staten Island was a cool place that wasn't perfect, but I was glad that I grew up there. And I don't, I'm not unhappy I grew up there, but I didn't see all the flaws until I left. And it was years after I left. Now I want to fast forward to 2017, December. This is when I got to meet and converse with members of the Black Panther Party. Now, There are two Black Panther groups floating around out there. One is popular for their YouTube video about killing crack babies Which, as amusing as it is, are not the real Black Panthers. These men and women were real Black Panthers from the 60s and 70s who survived that movement and were still doing their thing. They were still as strong, as pointed, as intelligent as they were back then. They didn't lose any of it. Age did not slow these folks down at all. And the things they were saying were amazing and inspiring and strong. There was no BS in what they had to say. Well, I was like Forrest Gump. And I did not want to ruin their Black Panther Party. I sat down in the back, kept my mouth shut, and listened and observed. And I loved everything that I heard. These guys were getting political prisoners out of jail routinely. They never stopped working. They never lost sight of their goals, and it didn't peter out. I left that meeting wanting to align myself with these guys. But also not wanting to hijack it. So I approached one of the leaders. Now of the Panthers. Who goes by Brother Shep. And I asked him. What can I do. That's respectful. Not Bogard in the scene. And productive. I live in Pennsylvania. Sometimes it's hard for me to schlep back and forth from New York. What can I do? And he right then and there told me what i could do from where i stand to help them in what they're doing and i still keep up with it they stand up for black folks who get messed over by the police they stand up for getting political prisoners who are wrongfully in jail out of jail from all the way back from the original panther days to now they're keeping alive all the community programs that Bobby Seale created back in the Panthers' inception. And they don't take to other causes, bogarding their cause and infiltrating their cause. Let's fast forward to now. Minneapolis, George Floyd. He becomes the straw on the back of a camel that was already carrying a whole hell of a lot of straw to begin with. To put it this way, it seems like there's just less patience for black folks who are encountering police. You know, you could go into the rap sheets of some of these men and women who've been killed. And then other men and women who haven't done anything. And they still get killed. So, is it about priors? Trayvon Martin was going to the store for some snacks and I don't think mouthing off to a security guard warrants being shot the guy, I don't recall his name but the man who was shot in his car reaching for documentation showing that he was a legal gun carrier and this theme of of murders and complete lack of compassion and And attacking someone like a trained pit bull, no matter where you stand on the issue, I feel like you'd have to be pretty void of a soul to to not think that 8 minutes and 46 seconds is a little bit too long to be leaning on anybody's neck. Now, it may not seem long when you just say it. So here's what I want to do. And this may be a dick move for a podcast. But here's what I want to do. So I want to take 8 minutes and 46 second pause. Just to give you an idea. My point here is that 8 minutes and 46 seconds is longer than anybody should be kneeling on anybody else's neck. I want to take a dead air pause for 8 minutes and 46 seconds to think about. That allotted amount of time, how long it is, and how much longer it could be with somebody's knee on your neck. And don't hit the squiggly little line and jump ahead 30 seconds. Don't fast forward on YouTube. Drink the 8 minutes and 46 seconds in. So there you go. And maybe that gave you a little bit of perspective. Now, it may not even be my place to do it. But I'd like to give a little advice. little two cents of Albert Shivers. <clears throat> um, don't count out the elders. Don't count out the men and the women. Of all the backgrounds who have been fighting this fight for decades. Do not count them out. Did you know that Bobby Seale, founder of the Black Panther Party with Huey. Bobby Seale is still alive. He's still alive. Still doing his thing. Go on Facebook. You could find him there. He writes posts all the time. He's inspiring. The things that man has done. Forget it. I'd also really recommend get to YouTube. Don't watch an unboxing video. I don't care about the new Star Wars toy. Watch some Dick Gregory videos. Pick some good ones. I'd go to um, Real Black. It's the name of the channel. It's R-E-E-L Black. Now, you'll find little short little videos of Dick Gregory yelling at the interviewer. Those are funny and they're, they're, they, they, whatever, but watch the whole things. There are like one, two hour long interviews with Dick Gregory and there are other interviews with him too. Go for the, try to find the more independent YouTube videos with him. That's when you get non-watered down, real deal, Dick Gregory, all the hard truth that you can handle. Okay. Now, I also want to, I made a post about this the other day, and it didn't get much press, but I'm going to talk about it again. There are some films that helped to enlighten me, helped to make me understand, and again, on this theme of do not overlook those who have fought this battle before you this isn't a new battle it's an extension okay you could learn from the elders we I just I'm so adamant about this because I so often see our elders being discounted as old heads being discounted disrespected by younger people and I'm I'm not into it like we are all cumulative folks how I you like that I barely was able to pronounce that. We're all just one big old snowball rolling down the hill of life. Picking up new folks along the way. It's all about sticking together. So I got some films I want to recommend. You can find them on DVD. That's how I have them here. They may be on YouTube. They may be online somewhere. Check your streaming services for these. First one. This is from 2011. This is the Black Power Mixtape. Okay. This is a video mixtape that spans 1967 to 1975. Interviews with Eldritch Cleaver, Angela Davis, Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale, Stokely Carmichael, and a whole lot of others. And also, if you get the DVD, there's also a mini-documentary about Shirley Chisholm's um, run for president. So, again, there's something to be learned. Second one, Free Angela and All Political Prisoners. This one came out in 2012. I'm pretty sure it's on some streaming services. Another one, definitely worth watching, and you'll get some amazing history from that. Third, uh, yeah, third one, 2016. This one's been a little bit more popular than the first two. Um, This was... A documentary about James Baldwin the author James Baldwin the title of it is I am NOT your Negro another very good one to check out and it's narrated by Samuel Jackson so if you're a Samuel Jackson fan a little extra the fourth and my favorite is a movie is a film film now the first three were documentaries this is a film film Starring Anthony Mackie, for all you Marvel heads out there. He's one of the Marvel guys. And Kerry Washington. The name of this movie is Night Catches Us. It's a movie about the Black Panther Party. The score of the movie was done by The Roots. And Bobby Seal had a lot to do with this movie's production. And on the DVD, there's tons of extra footage with interviews with Bobby Seale. This is probably the best recent interviews with Bobby Seale that you will find. And again, Bobby Seale is still alive, folks. He's on Facebook, founding member of the Black Panthers. Listen to what he has to say. He comes at the issues with experience and knowledge that you cannot put a price on, just like those men and women I met at the Schoenberg Center, okay? Okay. If this is gonna happen and it's happening we're making lots of progress no you know it's it's not that nothing's happening but if we all just band together completely okay it'll happen my last little bit here and maybe I shouldn't say it but I'm gonna is that my white friends walk alongside Okay, be John Brown. You know who John Brown is? Look up John Brown. Be John Brown. Be a colleague. Don't jump ahead. Don't steal the movement, okay? I'm going to tell you a quick little story about the college I went to. They had a African American student group, okay? This African American student group, guess what, was led by a white girl. Now, Nothing wrong with a white girl, a white boy, sticking up, being there to support an African American student alliance. But do you really got to run shit? You don't. Come on. You don't. Be a supporter. Don't steal the spotlight. Okay? White friends, you're not cool. You're not extra special because you love your brown people. They're not your pets. Got it? brown folks are not your pets they're not there to be saved like some hungry dog on a on a tv commercial late at night in between family feud i'm sorry i've watched a lot of family feud they're not your pets okay don't treat them like your pets treat them like other human beings black folks can take care of themselves It's awesome to help them fight what's wrong, but they, just like you, can take care of themselves. Best you could do, stand alongside and be of all the help and support you can be with love, empathy, and compassion. Right? I think I made my point. Last point. Across the board, I said it earlier in the show, I'm going to say it again. Think about what I'm saying here. Don't look through windows with anybody. You never know the whole story of somebody's life. Think with empathy. Think with compassion. Think with love. Otherwise, I got a bat in this apartment and I'll crack your skull. So that's how much I feel so much love and so much compassion and empathy that if you don't, I'll crack your skull. And I, you know what? Honestly, while I'm cracking your skull... I will feel empathetic. I'll be like, look at this. Man, if this was happening to me, it would suck. I wouldn't want my skull cracked. But I might crack it anyway. Because you never know. Every once in a while, I'm in the mood for a skull cracking. You know? Most of the time, I just chew on a jawbreaker. But um, I'm getting off the rails here. Look. If you... Seriously. If you have and and compassion, and empathy, and togetherness, it's all going to work itself out. It it will. Okay? In closing, look, I love you for listening. Love, it's pouring into the microphone. I don't know if you could feel it, but it's pouring into the microphone. Next week, Planet Shivers podcast is going to be back on track. Weekly podcast again. I'm going to be giving you lots of updates on things, what's been going on with me. Next week, also, Isaac Wilson is going to be back. We're going to do another episode on astral projection. We're also going to talk about um, the things, the lights there, um, light pollution. (laughs) We're going to be doing light pollution. See, I'm not good at the speaking stuff, you know. I should just, you know. I should do hieroglyphics like the Egyptians on the on the walls and people can try to translate it later and just draw pictures and draw pictures to know what I mean. Anyway, next week Isaac and I are going to be talking about astral projection, light pollution in the modern world, and the human de-evolution due to technology. Okay, it's going to be interesting stuff. Isaac is extremely knowledgeable on this stuff. He teaches me a whole bunch, and he could teach you a whole bunch. So I'm going to leave it at that. And again, three things. Love, compassion, empathy, and understanding. Four things. Understanding is that last one. Open your ears. Listen. Okay? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. You could find more of my work on Instagram, at Albert Shivers. You could find Isaac Wilson's work on Instagram at when underscore in underscore zen. Thank you so much for listening, and you'll hear from us next week.